We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley. Wow. Hey, we got an absolutely fantastic show coming your way. We, uh, we, we got this topic, uh, Chris, and I, I think you're still there. Got this topic that uh, sometimes uh, we don't talk about that much because other things uh, we have put above this, and this is one of the most important things that I believe that we need to be talking about. We're talking about bullying, especially among our youth, uh, kids, and I mean, and just people in general. Uh, Chris, are you there? What are your thoughts? Okay. Well, I'll tell you my thoughts. <laughs> my <laughs> thoughts are that, you know, we don't talk about that enough on the show. And, you know, people, this topic has, this has been going on for, for like forever, um, the, uh, the issue of bullying. And we have a guest today who um, is going to talk to us about a report um, data that was um, communicated and created regarding bullying in, in the states that have the most, um, I would say, high incidence of bullying. So we're really excited about that today. I'm excited about that because, uh, Michelle, you just, well, you already know that uh, we do need to talk about them. We need to bring awareness. And this is one of the ways that we can do this uh, because I believe that uh, every family uh, has some members or members uh, that is affected by this, and uh, and we kind of let it go, you know, under the rug and not talk about it. And 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 I tell you, I believe that it affects the lives of our youth and young adults and kids in general and growing up, and also determining what their development is going to be like. Because uh, when you're being bullied and and uh, and you you living in fear of whatever that might mean. Uh, that's got to be very uncomfortable. So I tell you, if you want to be part of the conversation, uh, if you want to, you can pick up the phone down one eight six six five seven seven two four seven three. That's our KCBQ AM eleven seventy answer, San Diego uh, FM ninety six point one. Uh, the answer out of San Diego, and you can be part of this great, great conversation. So Michelle, I tell you, let's. Uh, Let's get started. Yes. Well, today's topic is Wallet Hub Study. California ranks among the top 10 states with bullying problems. And we're having a conversation with personal finance writer and editor at Wallet Hub, Christy Methorn. And we're going to talk about how California is the state with the biggest bullying problems. It ranks number one. It ranks first for bullying prevalence, fifth for bullying impact and treatment, and 37th for anti-bullying laws. Chrissy's going to talk about each category and some of the metrics where California rates low and discuss California's anti-bullying laws. So let's tell you a little bit about our guest today. Christy has been a personal finance writer and editor at Wallet Hub for over four years. She enjoys hiking, crafting, and crunching data. Christy Mathurin covers credit cards as a writer and editor for Wallet Hub. She entered print journalism as entertainment editor of a Baton Rouge College Weekly at the start of her major rebranding operation in 2011. There, she hones story development work with freelancers and a wide range of sources and interviewed celebrities like John Waters and Ice Cube. Her bylines can be found in 64 Parishes, Country Roads Magazine, Scala Wag, The Advocate, and many more. Years of freelancing later, 
Matherin took further interest in all aspects of personal finance when she began shopping for her first home. As a freelancer, she faced financial challenge in the real estate market, so she set out to improve her financial situation. But today, she's going to be talking about the special report that Wallet Hub did on bullying. So please welcome to the show, Christy Matherin. Welcome to the show, Christy. How you doing? How you doing? Thanks for bringing me on. Well, looking forward to uh, this. It's like uh, you heard in the intro that uh, this is not a topic that is well discussed uh, because I, I, I believe people have swept it under the carpet and uh, that's not good. Right, right. It should be talked about a little more, but uh, it's very important. Yeah, Chris, can you tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit more about you, where you grew up, where you, what your passions are, and uh, just tell us about uh, this writing thing, you know, because it seems like it's uh, very, very important that what you're doing. Oh, thanks. Well, um, I'm from Baton Rouge and it's suburb Denham Springs. Uh, I lived there until I was about 27 or so. And um, I knew very early on that I wanted to be a writer. Um, I went to college for creative writing and I ended up writing more nonfiction than fiction. So uh, journalism kind of naturally fell in my lap. And I think it's it's the most fun thing in the world to tell tell a story to illustrate reality to pull people into facts and and tell something important to the world so that's what my passion is so so you always wanted to uh be a journalist uh what is the most important thing about your career field uh, that encourage you to wake up every day, come up with all these different ideals and just uh, make sure that you're able to convey your message to your readers or to your audience? Uh, well, the most important thing, in my opinion, is that journalism has a clear purpose. It is very important, especially in the world today where there's so much information flying around and the fact checkers are going extinct, you know, like it, it is really important job in this day and age, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know, your bio states that uh, you are a personal financial writer. What exactly does a personal financial writer, what, 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 what you do? <laughs> I think the term is intentionally broad. We we focus a lot of things at Wallet Hub. So I started in the credit cards arena. And um, so most of my job for several years was reading credit card terms and trying to make sense of them, trying to answer user questions in a simple way that um, doesn't sound like a contract. And we basically simplify complicated ideas with a high level of accuracy. So that's pretty much what I do. What uh, type of company is Wallet Hub? I, I know it's uh, dealing with finance, uh, but uh, what exactly uh, does the company do and why it's important that uh, people understand a little bit more about that line of business? Well, WalletHub is a personal finance website. We um, offer uh, the ability to compare different products, different financial products at similar metrics. So if you can compare, say, two car insurance policies by the same eight metrics, then it's a lot easier to compare by visiting the website of this or the other. It basically evens the playing field and lets you make important informed financial decisions for yourself and it also you can sign up for an account and get your free credit score get kind of a, a snapshot of your financial situation at any given day and we also like my department builds studies and articles to answer very common user questions about all kinds of things anything from debt to you know, we're talking about a study about bullying today, which does have a financial component, actually. Um, so personal finance is very personal. So it goes into a lot of areas. 
So, so you guys deal with a lot of different areas, a lot of di- different sectors, uh, and yeah. explaining from a financial uh, point of view. You know, so uh, you know, growing up yeah, in Louisiana, uh, did you always uh, think that you would be doing this type of work? Oh, I had, I had no idea. You know, <laughs> um, I think. I think um, crunching crunching data has always been kind of attractive to me. So this it does make sense why I ended up here. But I also really love taking raw data and building a, a compelling story out of it. Because, you know, it's hard to read a bunch of numbers and get interested. So you're, abs- I guess. you're absolutely right. You know, so I tell I'm- you what, <laughs> we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to pick it up. We're going to continue this great conversation with Chris. And we're going to talk about this bullying thing. So if you want to be part of the conversation, whichever platform that you're watching this on, all you have to do is just go to the comments. Ask any question that you might have. I promise you, we'll get you an answer. It's your life. And we'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life, and I tell you, we got an absolutely fantastic guest here that's you know sharing a lot of things with us, especially as it relates to finance, you know, reporting, and etc. We're going to talk about bullying in, uh, shortly, and we're going to talk about the states uh, with the highest uh, bullying rate and uh, things that go into determining how you get on that list. So, and uh, I tell you, so if you want to be part of the conversation, whichever platform that you're watching this on or listening to it on, all you have to do is just go to the comments and ask any question that you might have, or you can just pick up the phone, dial one 
2473. Yeah, so turn to you, Dr. Cooley. Thank you. Holly, I'm mean, sorry, Christy. So, you know, Wallet Hub released its report on 2023 states with the biggest bullying problems and also expert commentary. Before we go into details regarding the report, why did Wallet Hub do research on this specific topic? Well, um, simple answer is because it's it's really important uh, and it's also really common. Um, about 20% of students age 12 to 18 experience some form of bullying today, whether it's in person or online or, or both. Um, and our schools also take a financial hit from bullying. Uh, research shows that schools lose millions of dollars and um, attendance goes down due to bullying, whether kids are staying home because they're afraid to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of school funding is based in part on attendance numbers. Okay. So it is a, is a financial aspect too. And people who get bullied have adverse socioeconomic outcomes, both for the bullies and the bullied. Um, what about this? So, you know, before we get into the financial um, aspect of bullying, according to the report, there are various forms um, that bullying takes. Can you kind of explain to the audience some of the forms that bullying takes according to the report? Uh, yes. So uh, physical violence is the most obvious one. And for our report, we used rates of physical violence that happen at school property, on school property. Um, and you also have rumor spreading and insults, which can result in psychological damage. And you have cyberbullying, which is this huge swath now of, um, of Facebook and Instagram and all kinds of virtual pressures that we haven't seen in, in previous decades, you know. So according to this report, 47 states were part of this research report. And, you know, district uh, 47 states in the District of Columbia use what happened to the other states and why weren't they excluded from this report? Minnesota, Oregon and Washington were the states that we excluded. And this was due to data limitations. We didn't feel like it would do the study justice Mm -hmm. if we included them because it wouldn't give them a fair score. If we didn't, if we only had partial data to go on. Okay. So according to this report, the state of California ranked number one amongst the biggest bullying problems. So it ranks number one for bullying prevalence, fifth for bullying impact and treatment, and 37 for anti-bullying laws. Let's discuss why the state ranks number one in bullying prevalence and kind of talk to us about what bullying prevalence means. Well, um, 23.5% of high school students who were, who were bullied on school property, which is, it, that, that ranks third for the highest rate. Um, and bullying prevalence is basically how common it is in the state. It's the physical violence rate, um, which is on school property, as I said before, the cyberbullying rate and bullying incidents on school property overall, even the ones that don't necessarily involve violence. Um, and 14.7% of school, public school students in um, grades 9 through 12, they reported having been in a physical fight at least one time. And that's the that number one ranking for violence. Wow. So what about bullying impact and treatment? I mean, we know what impact and treatment, what, words, what those words mean, but what does it mean by bullying impact and treatment according to the study? So that category has metrics such as um, the share of students who missed out, who missed school due to fear of bullying, mm-hmm. um, feelings of sadness or hopelessness within the students. So that's that's part of the impact. Uh, the rate of high school suicide attempts mm-hmm. and how in the treatment part involves how victims are treated, such as how many psychologists there are per capita. Um, the student to counselor ratio of a school, mm-hmm. uh, the cost of truancy for school for schools due to bullying. These are all impact and treatment based. Now we know that there are states that have anti-bullying laws. 
And surprise is that California ranks 37th for anti-bullying laws. Why is that? And also, do they, I mean, do they not have a lot of laws or the laws are not being adhered to? Can you kind of explain to the audience regarding that? Sure. So it it mostly has to do with the uh, share of secondary schools that engage in practices related to LGBTQ youth, where they rank 34th and the share of secondary schools with practices in place to prevent bullying and sexual harassment, where they rank 17th. So California actually does have a lot of anti-bullying laws. Um, California has a lot of anti-bullying laws and regulations that address both on-campus bullying and cyberbullying, including cyber-sexual bullying. Um, So that's pretty much why it ranks so 37th. Wow. Were you and um, people at Wallet Cub who, um, who did this research, were you surprised that California was ranked number one? Or in your mind, you just thought it was going to be some other state? And can you kind of go into what the second state is and where people would be surprised? But let's just start with the first question. Were you shocked that the state of California was ranked number one? I, I was a little shocked. It's, it's not necessarily... Um... Before this study, I didn't really know a lot about what went into bullying and bullying rates around the country. But I think we all have our own ideas about this, even though we don't know for sure what what encompasses it. So I think I was a little surprised, but I'm not exactly sure what I was expecting either. Okay. Tell us about the state of Alaska. Yeah. So uh, surprisingly enough, the state of Alaska is second in our, in our ranking. And it's not by much at all. So the total score for California out of a hundred was 62.53 and Alaska's was 62.28. And the next one down is Nevada at 93.12. So it's really, uh, it's really a close match between California and Alaska, believe it or not. Wow. I don't think I would have thought of Alaska, but, um, now, right. <laughs> when when this rep- when the report like this is you know available, it's on a, available online. Is this report data? Is it like sent to anybody within the state of California, just to let them know? Okay, according to this data research, this is what you know we've we've come up with. I mean, I guess the goal is to alleviate this problem, this issue of bullying. So is this, are these um, results shared with anybody in the state? I'm not exactly sure if they are shared at an official level, Mm -hmm. but I do know we get, we get um, interview requests from all over and a lot of news agencies ask us to talk about these results. So I think they do get around for sure. Okay. Okay. So I know we talked about bullying impact and treatment, anti-bullying laws, bullying prevalence. Are there any other like metrics or dimensions that are used in this report regarding um, the research and, you know, Um, that, that we would definitely be interested in? Yeah. I think some of the, um, the, uh, major metrics that we use are um, the impact and treatment for sure. Like we used 20 metrics for this study across three dimensions. So all, all 20 metrics fit into one of these three categories basically. And um, our metrics were like cyberbullying rate, like I mentioned before, bullying incidents on school property. Um, we have uh students um, who miss school, like the rate of absenteeism due to bullying um, and access. Uh, I, I, hold, hold that thought. We'll pick it back up when we get back and tell you. This is such a great discussion. And I know that uh, we all tune in because uh, we need to try to figure out uh, how to control this. And when we come back, Chris is going to tell us about the states with the most bullying and the states with the least bullying. 
So if you want to be part of this great conversation, all you do is just go to the platform that you're watching or listening to it on and ask any question that you might have. Remember, it's your life, and we'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on Smart Speakers and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And we're talking about bullying. Uh, we're talking about the impacts of bullying. And we're talking about uh, the data that goes into determining um, which states um, have the, I call it, the most major problems as relate to uh, this topic. And uh, Christy is just uh, coaching us along and helping us out and identifying data. Uh, because I think it's important to all of us. And uh, so if you want to be part of the conversation, all you do is just go to the comments or uh, wherever uh, platform you're watching this on, or pick up the phone and dial one 2473 And my main man, Chris, at, at, at the studio, radio studio, will put you through. So, uh, Christy, uh, something that bothers me is, and I'm curious, uh, that's been on my mind for like three, four minutes is what are the top 10 least states uh, that uh, your, your report talks about and the top 10, we already know California ranked number one, uh, mm-hmm. but the top 10 uh, state with the biggest problem. Can you explain that to our viewers and our listeners? Explain what exactly the difference is between them. No, I'm talking about the states uh, oh, that, that, well, that got the most bullying and got the uh, least bullying. 
Okay. Yeah, so I know a lot of a lot of listeners probably want to know like is my state part of uh, <laughs> this this bullying war campaign. Yeah, yeah. So the the states that rank the worst with bullying are California, Alaska, Nevada, New Jersey, Louisiana, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. Those are our top 10. Um, well, and well, you remember those? I mean, you name those 10 off. So like, okay, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Those are the ones. <laughs> and, and, and why? I know you was explaining to Michelle. Um, why do you think those states are more prevalent to bullying than um, others? That's a that's a great question, and it is not something we studied specifically for this. Um, you could say it has something to do with the laws, which are uh, based exactly the same as like number one means um, like if you're number one in, in anti-bullying laws, that doesn't mean you're the best. It means it's the worst. So um, one common thing that a lot of the worst states have in common with each other is low bullying laws, except for California. They seem to have a good bit. Um, so it's, it's weighted differently. Um, the bullying impact and treatment metric, we see um, lower numbers in New Jersey and Louisiana and Pennsylvania and Georgia. So that's where those states are lacking. Um, and bullying prevalence is high in all 10 of the top 10. So basically they just have, they have a lot of bullying. It's, it's hard to measure why exactly. That is, a, that is a good question that we should be asking more. And so what are the top 10 least bullied states? The least bullied states are... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have the top 10 is Delaware, mm. Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and we did include the District of Columbia as a state here. Um, Maine, Utah, Indiana, Virginia, New Mexico, New York, and South Dakota. Those are our least bullied states. And they are, they're doing pretty well, obviously. Delaware is dead last in bullying prevalence. So it, they, they seem to have it under control. So whatever they are doing is wonderful. Their impact and treatment metric is 45th out of 48 and their anti-bullying laws are 42nd. So they're doing a pretty good job of managing their bullying problem. So that's just one example. Why wouldn't uh, other states that got these major problems uh, look at those states, uh, look at the laws, look at uh, the things that uh, they are doing and try to emulate those? Oh, gosh, I wish I wish we could ask these states that. But I can tell you what the what the worst, what the best indicators are for like good outcomes for bullying. They are um these these states that are not doing so well could look at how easily accessible research-based anti-bullying programs are, safe schools, like making sure their schools are safe. Um, schools, the students need to report feeling a sense of community and belonging. So that's something that a school that is hurting in bullying start to work on is building this community and camaraderie inside of their schools to prevent things like this and diversity equity and inclusion statements and commitments those are all very important and seem to be one of those five indicators of of a positive environment so and so, so uh do you believe that uh it's things in the communities. I, I don't know if the report uh, mentioned anything about that, what uh, the communities can do uh, to you know, bring down uh, those incidents uh, among uh, communities. Uh, 
what are some of the things that did you identify any of those things that communities can do to work with the government, local, state, and federal government uh, to help get this under control? We did ask our experts um, at the end of our study, we asked a few people who are, who are well-versed in this stuff, if, if they could give us some tips on how to combat this. And some of the common things that they mentioned are um, research-based training for teachers and administrators um, and other school personnel, um, encouraging state and local governments to focus on mental health services for youth specifically. These things could be done. I'm sure a lot more could be done at the community level too, as you were saying, to create after school clubs, to create things for these kids to do that aren't, you know, hurtful. No. So uh, what issues did the Association for Psychology Science found that those who are bullied and victim of both or more likely to experience other things? Uh, bullies and, and victims are both more likely to experience poverty, um, academic failure, and in adulthood, job termination and abuse of drug and alcohol, like drugs and alcohol um, play a part in these things too, even if it's later. And they're more likely to get fired from a job in their adulthood. And this is both sides, both the bullies and the victims. And so is the companies, do they get together or do you know in certain states or and talk about these things? Because you, you mentioned something about diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I believe that's so important. And I know yeah. it's many, many organizations are, are trying to get away from that for political reasons, yeah. uh, which is, is, is going to make things even worse because people want to belong, feel that they belong in a certain environment, certain situation. And you have people that might not believe in that and they do all they can to disrupt uh, that, to, to make people feel that they're not. And that I, I think that's a form of bullying. What, you, what are your thoughts? Oh, yes, absolutely. The more, the more people feel included and the more people understand acceptance and Diversity, equity, and inclusion are, are much, very much part of that. Um, the less idea that a bully has in their head that they need to make fun of someone for these things. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that uh, you, you was right when you said certain, certain states got certain laws and certain things that help eliminate that. You know, but I tell you, take a station break. I'm enjoying this conversation. If you want to be part of the conversation, when we get back from the break, all you have to do is go to the platform that you're listening and watching it on, ask any question, comment that you might have. I promise you, I promise you we'll get you an answer. It's your life, and we'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Show us your life, and I'll tell you this is such an important topic that we're talking about and that we're discussing, and, and we're understanding how certain things happen, how you evaluating bullying in certain states, and how prevalent it is in some and different in others because of the laws and, and the governing uh, system. And Christy is sharing all that information with us, and it's so important. You know, so, hey, Christy, uh, we want to talk a little bit about uh, how does schools take a financial hit as it relates to bullying? Well, it's, it's an interesting thing to explore because that's not something you would initially consider as an effective bullying. But the metric we use to calculate cost in this study is, is the attendance rate. Um, funding for school districts in the United States is calculated partially um, based on attendance in schools and average attendance rate. If students are chronically absent from school because they feel like they are unsafe or they're, they're being targeted, the attendance rate is going to suffer. So in other words, more kids skipping school means the school gets less money. So there, there is a financial impact. So there is a financial impact. So what are the considerations that goes into that? I mean, just like states, when people start, states start losing people, you know, from from a government perspective, uh, I believe in everything that I've heard, uh, that government funding that uh, the federal government provide to the states and schools and districts and communities is based on the population that's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lot of things, I believe, is affected by the population of bullying, not having right laws in place, and where crimes and all that, and people just want to go to a safe state, flee. Right. Uh, case in point, California. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, California, they trying to do everything they can. They trying to they trying to charge you to leave the state. If you want, if you want, can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of the things and I live in California, so I, I I ain't gonna say too much about California. I live in California and I live in Texas. So we live in both. Uh but um the schools as we know, just like what you just said. It takes a hit because of the population decrease in that school or that district, that, that community. And bullying is one of the main reasons why uh, most families are trying to get to places where they feel safe 
and that their kids, grandkids, in the settled feel safe. What are your thoughts on that? Um, that the I, I think it's really important to for state governments, especially, to understand that it's in everyone's best interest to make schools feel safer to these kids. And the reason that financial impact is highlighted here is to highlight the importance of, of having a safe environment for kids. It creates better outcomes altogether. It makes people stay where they are because they're happy where they are. Um, and yeah, I generally agree with you. If, if, people feel safe. If families feel safer sending their kids to school, the school benefits from that attendance rate. They get the full amount of funding that they need to do their jobs and to make it make it a good environment for children. You know, and so um, I think it's extremely important uh, that our leaders, city leaders, uh, community leaders, Everyone understands this because I believe that the simple, a lot of people have simple minds, meaning that they just look at things and say, not affecting my kid, not affecting this, not affecting that. Right. But, but they don't understand that your taxes, especially, I can, I can speak for California, I can, I can speak for Texas. Um, Texas is one of the safest states in full ass when it comes to kids, because uh, most of the school districts here, uh, there's a ratio of 16 students to every one teacher. <laughs> wow. Not only, <laughs> not only that, but uh, bullying, the bullying factors as it relate to uh, that, those classrooms is I wouldn't say it's non-existent, but you got uh, 16 students in a class, one teacher who is very protective of them, who have a lot more interest in teaching and making sure that each one of them learn uh, what they need to. And she's also, he also is giving them more and more time, which reduces the crime rate, reduces bullying rate, uh, it uh, increases Self-esteem, and it also brings money to the community or to the school. You know, so uh, every state is probably not like that, but I can tell you that uh, where we are at, that's 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 how that is. And this is Texas you're talking about? Yes. Yes. What what do Texas rank on the bullying list? I just looked it up while you were talking about that. And Texas came in 17th out of 48. So okay. so Texas has a, let's see. Um, one second here. Yeah, so bullying prevalence in California ranked first. And Texas, bullying prevalence is 27th. So... There's definitely like less bullying overall in Texas, but what they didn't score well on was bullying impact and treatment. So that's where Texas could improve. I'm not saying that every city in Texas, I'm just saying that uh, the districts that invest money into the school, I'm not saying every school district and throughout the state of Texas is right. a ratio of 16 to 1. That's uh, pretty great. That is a pretty great ratio. Yes. And so what what uh, factors, uh, what uh, uh, are some of the main factors that, that we need to take in consideration uh, when it comes to putting a child at risk, I'm talking about a parent, a community, uh, when it comes to identifying uh, which type of environment with schools that uh, we are going to or which communities that's best for uh, our kids? Well, that's that's a pretty far-reaching question. It, it, can, <laughs> it can have something to do with 
um, the city as a whole. You can look at the the rates of school dropouts if you're looking from school to school. Um, I know schools work very hard on that because, like I said earlier, that is part of where their funding comes from. Um, but other than that, it's I don't really feel qualified to speak on that. Well, you know, Krista, I, I believe that um, the information that you shared today is so beneficial to our listeners and our viewers. I see that constantly we've been having a, a large, large audience throughout this show. And I, I, I hope that uh, they got a lot out of this. If they want to reach out to you or reach out to someone uh, to help them out uh, with understanding this, how could they do that? Um, they can get in touch with media at wallethub.com. That's a that's a good way to get in touch with us. Kristen, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Oh, you're you know, welcome. And thank you so much for having me. No, it's just, uh, I think this is so important. So I want to thank you so much uh, for doing this. You know, I got to always thank my great executive producer and co-host, Dr. Michelle Cooley. You know, I'd like to thank KCBQ, <laughs> my great radio station that I've been a part of for almost five years. And, you know, I tell you what, uh, AM 1170 The Answer out of San Diego, FM 96.1, The Answer out of San Diego, The Answer out of San Diego. Uh, I'm talking about um, all of the different media and all my different producers. Thank you so much. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listeners and viewers for tuning in to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. You know what? We'll be back tomorrow. Same time. Same place. It's your life. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us for the James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.